Yes. Lots to smile about today. Oh my gosh. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Um, that shred. I was off the radar last week. You know what? With conference season, it's been kind of tough to get people um, on the show just because everybody's traveling. And I know that you, you were just somewhere, right? So by the way, everyone, this is Kim Torres. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, I've actually been all over the country the last couple of weeks. Um, just got back from Nam, but before okay. that was at the Hawaii trade show, before that was at NARA, before that was at Arizona, Utah, and Florida. We've been everywhere. Oh my gosh. So are you exhausted? Like, does it really just get to you? It invigorates me because I oh. love connecting with people yeah. from all over in different markets and finding different ways in which we can help. Yeah, no. And that's um, back with lots of ideas. Yeah. I was going to say, if anything, <laughs> I feel like a lot of these conferences, you almost get upset that not everybody could be there to hear it because you know that you can't really relay it the same way that a lot of these speakers, you know, are talking about things. Cause I've had that in the past where I've been like, gosh, you know, I wish so-and-so could be here because you know, I can't do it justice like this person is when they mm. speak. So, um, but not everyone can attend these conferences. So I get it. But um, speaking of conferences, you and I actually got to finally meet at NAREP a couple of weeks ago here. In yeah. Yeah. So NAREP was a really great conference yeah. in particular for our own mission with CDFI and what we're trying yeah. to do in terms of like lifting up Latino community and empowering Latino homeownership. So it was really inspiring to be at NAREP in particular and, you know, at a lot of these different conferences, we have been speaking, right? And yeah, and I was going to say, you were incredible. Like, <laughs> well, Kim is you. a really good speaker, y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> you definitely, like, draw people in because you're definitely very passionate about what you're doing. And um, yeah. I just thought you were awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for being so kind. No, no, absolutely. Like, you know, I call it like it is. <laughs> Sometimes that's not a good thing. <laughs> Well, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But um, but it was cool because after you spoke, we actually got a chance to kind of speak a little bit, just uh, you know, me and you, me and Christy, and this topic pretty much came up. I don't know what happened that we were just kind of like, you know what, as women, we still need to be more supportive and collaborative mm -hmm. and there shouldn't be competition. So I love that now we have the chance to talk about it live. <laughs> Yeah, live and a little bit more in depth. Yeah. yeah. So I know that all of us who are in this industry are hyper competitive, right? Yes. That's the ones who are good at what they do are hyper competitive. And I have no desire to lose my competitive edge yeah. at all. And I have found though, especially in this market mm -hmm. where there's a lot of dislocation. And everybody's having to pivot and adapt. Yeah, That's when you can kind of get in a foxhole with the right people yeah. and really strategically partner to collaborate in ways where everybody collectively wins. Yeah. And so if you take the time to learn about your competitors, not just from the lens of um, what you can do better, mm -hmm. but maybe if you try to learn and approach it from a differentiation standpoint, then you can wake up to opportunities that you've been sleeping on relative to collaboration. Yeah. And so I have some very powerful relationships with women in this industry. Um, 
And in particular, one comes to mind that I was actually just talking with at NAM. Um, a lot of times you'll find and you'll form these relationships, not just at these industry conferences, but by being like an active participant within yes, yes. doing things to lift the industry up in general. So like being a part of your local like association or getting involved with legislation and things like that that affect our industry. Uh, then you can start to form relationships with people who are strong collaborators. So the president of a local association for California Association of Mortgage Professionals, because that's where I'm at, is in California. Right. And I sit on the board as well. But she and I got together and we're able to talk about she's in a completely different space than I am. So it's kind of like, OK, she was telling me that she was so excited to see in her MMI and, you know, core logic data that she sees loans being delivered to champions. She's like, I get so excited for you. <laughs> and, and then it kind of clicked. And I was like, well, that means we have shared customers. Yeah. So how do you feel about getting together and leveraging the power of each other's relationships with these customers? Because my relationship with the customer is going to be very different than your relationship with the customer and vice versa. We're talking different people. Mm -hmm. uh, we can kind of be like, hey, if you got a government loan, it's going to go to Maureen. Or, hey, if you've got, you know, a really tough deal in the DSCR space, it's an investor deal and it's not ratioing out, that's when you're going to send it to KT, right? And so we can kind of play off of each other, refer things to each other. Um, when I kind of reshared your post today on LinkedIn, I tried to tag everybody that I had these really amazing collaborative conversations. Yeah, I saw on. that. Yeah, you gave them you gave them a shout out. So I thought that was very sweet. Yeah. Well, it's it's nice when somebody doesn't have that reticence to approach me as a competitor, and it's like, "Hey, girl, what are you doing? I want to understand more about what you're doing." And of course, yeah. I love to talk about champions. Uh, <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. Um, but people who are known as non-QM competitors, we have differentiated products even within that space. We have different abilities to do different things. And so when you understand those nuances and you're here to serve the broker community, it feels really good to be like, hey, I can't do this or this one's falling apart, but I know exactly where you can get it done, yeah. right? And, and to be able to refer back and forth. Well, you said a keyword serve, right? So we're actually, we're trying to serve the community. So if we let our competitiveness and our that get in the way, then guess what? That's detrimental to the people that are actually trying to, you know, find a loan to, you know, get into a home. So I feel like it's our responsibility to collaborate so that in turn we can help the consumer or the customer because yeah a lot of times i think we get so caught up in this competition and oh i can't you know i can't give you business because it takes away from me it's like yeah but you're still helping that consumer right like if that other company can help out then that's great like i think we also have to kind of get out of that mindset too of how does this affect me it's like no how does it affect how does it affect the actual person that's trying to to buy a home yeah it's yeah. it's interesting i think that with the what we do is really impactful mm -hmm. but sometimes we're not connected with that end user experience or that yeah. end customer journey and if you can kind of 
get out of your ego and not be myopic and really think about the greater good and what you're trying to drive. Um, you realize that you have the ability to impact and empower so many people's lives by facilitating accessible financing and empowering home ownership. Like that's huge. I it's love huge. what I do. I've been yeah. doing this for over 20 years. People look at me and think like, oh, you don't really seem like a mortgage person or what have you, like within my friends. I seem like a mortgage person. <laughs> <laughs> right. And and I, I think that that's the thing is that maybe uh, the end customer journey can mm -hmm. be really scary if you're walking into a bank with a suit and it feels all stuffy. Maybe that's their their idea of what a mortgage person is, right? Yeah. But if behind the scenes we're all networked and collaborating and trying to like collectively raise everybody up for the common good, like I don't think that people probably think about mortgage that way, but that's yeah. my experience of the mortgage industry with um, the people that I'm connected to over, you know, my career and how I want to kind of play in that space. Yeah. And that's why I love what I do too. Cause essentially, you know, yeah, everyone's like, Oh, you're such a goofball and marketing and branding. You have so much fun. I'm like, yeah, but essentially what I'm doing is I'm helping our loan officers get out there so that they in turn are able to help, you know, home buyers. And so that's like same thing where the end game is to get people into homes the way that we're doing it. It might be a little unconventional, but I'm loving it. And I love too, that like, even within, like, for instance, within our office, like, you know, the loan officers, they're also competing within each other. I mean, they're all in the same market, you know, same kind of, you know, uh, people, it's like the same people they're looking to, to have as a client. But I love that everybody knows that they're different and they have something different to bring to the experience. And um, so that's been really cool, too, to see that they all have kind of their different talents, different niches, and they're helping each other out. There's like some healthy competition, too, in the office with social media right now with like the reels and the videos that I'm doing. But um, I think it's really healthy, like that you have that little competitive nature, but you also collaborate like um, I'm, I'm seeing it a lot right now. And I love it. Even Josh, Josh behind the scenes right here. Um, Josh with like Joe Wilson and with all those guys like Josh is really good about that as well. Like he'll have essentially his competitors on his show. But at the end of the day, guess what? They're just trying to help and serve. Yeah. yeah and I think the thing is, is that all of us will bring a different level of our own brand, our own authenticity, our own way of being successful. My way of being successful is probably not somebody else's way of being yeah. successful. However, we can all sort of glean from each other in the different approaches that we take, yeah. right? I have a team of AEs that's all the way across the country, right? And the way that my AEs in the Northeast go about navigating their business is very different than yeah. my AE in Hawaii, right? Yeah. And they can all sort of learn from each other about social media techniques, um, different phrases that they're using that's are, that are impactful, different little technology hacks. Mm -hmm. Some of them aren't so great with like, you know, text messaging or following up a certain way, but somebody else has kind of innovated a method that kind of puts it on. I know auto. I was dealing with that with the loan officer. She was sending, <laughs> she kept sending me a video, like a bomb bomb video. And I'm like, no, I need it like native. So I ended up screen recording her video, like playing on my, 
but like yeah. yeah like there's little nuances there that you know like we <laughs> Yeah, and, and people are infinitely like innovating all the time in different directions, but maybe we operate in these like silos. So then when you get the opportunity to like collaboratively communicate, and then it's like you have all these aha moments. Yeah. And that's like really good too, because things that are happening at a different company might be able to be leveraged in a different way. And if you're in opposite spaces of differentiated part, there's no real like overlap there. And I think that that's, that's kind of the thing is that even, even with a direct competitor, I've been able to find ways to dig in and add value. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that you really never know the industry's so big, but it's so small. I know. And, <laughs> and it's important to be collaborative. It's important to be supportive and to like share ideas because then we get the best of the best rising to the top in our mission to serve the people that we're here to serve. Yeah, no. And and even uh, Christina in the comment, she had mentioned a mix, mixed bag of personality really does help. And it does, especially, you know, when you do have different personalities you know, that are home buyers and clients, you know, that's the same thing, right? Like I've referred people to different loan officers based on, I'm like, okay, their personality, how are they going to vibe with their loan officer? So a lot of times, yeah, it has to do with their personality, you know, and um, cause that's really important. So I love that we are all a mixed bag in this industry right now. It's just, we're like evolving more and more. And I love seeing that. So yeah, cause like the two, the two of us, you know, someone can jump in on the show, not have any idea. And the last thing they would ever think is that, oh, this is a show about the mortgage industry. <laughs> and I right. love that, right? <laughs> right. Well, it has broad application so much more beyond our industry, right? Yeah. But I will say that even having a common goal can be another way to get collaboration going amongst or across competition. So our industry is faced with, you know, a lot of it's aging out. Most of the people that are in the mortgage industry are significantly older and we're looking yeah, to- Yeah, especially now people. they're like, you know what, peace out. We're like, this, we're done. <laughs> right, right. So um, really collaborating with other women in particular to help basically coach up and, and mentor young ladies who want to enter into the industry. I found that has been like a, a common theme. I kind of talked about it at the IMN conference earlier this year when I was in the women's forum around, Hey, you know, how many people here would be able to kind of set down what we're competing over, but have a collaborative common goal of mentoring young women who want to come up in this space and become like, powerful loan officers, next gen leaders, like, because we've got to grow it. I want to retire at some point, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, I love that. Yeah. And so there's, there's, it's not just around like guidelines or marketing strategies or social media techniques. There's also ways to be collaborative in terms of lifting up the industry in general mm -hmm. um, and, and doing educational, like, outreach and advocacy in that way too. You can collaborate with your competitors in that way and really make a difference as well. Yeah, I um, so before I moved out here, I have a friend of mine who's a loan officer with a competitor, but 
we did uh, TikToks together and Instagram reels, and we saw the value in helping each other out. And and we didn't see it as like, oh gosh, what are our companies going to say when we're working together? And um, I learned so much and we had so much fun. And I was just like, see, this is the coolest being able to collaborate because um, in the end, he helped me learn so much. And then even like you were saying, having, you know, these mentees, you know, there's a couple women, ladies in this industry that are much younger than me. They're in their 20s. And I've come to them and said, hey, I need your help. Um, one in particular, Gabriella Mendocino, I, I was like, I'm, I'm having trouble with these Instagram reels and the audio and coming up with like ideas and how do you get you know, so creative. And she told me her process and I did the same process and it helped. It was like night and day. Like now I'm doing all this stuff on reels and it was all because of her, because I called her and I said, I need your help. And I loved it because she, in, in that conversation, she said, she goes, you know, Raquel, she's like, you're kind of like my sensei, (laughs) you know, with LinkedIn. And she goes, so for you to come to me and ask for help, she's like, I love that. So a lot of times people forget too, that they want to help. They love when you come and ask them for help and let's collaborate. You know, I think we forget that as well. Cause, um, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, we shouldn't ask. And like, what are they going to think? But in the end, I think you're doing a better service by asking them because you make them, you make people feel validated as well. Like, oh, I know something. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that's the thing is that no matter what your position is um, or where you're at within your career journey, you always have something to learn. Yeah. And you can learn from all different types of people. Right. And so like being open to that or you seeking that out. I mean, I kind of operate a little bit more in this like silo myself, but I totally know what you're talking about because my (laughs) kids are 24 and 20. And so I am asking them about stuff all the time. Now I can add value with offering, you know, femtorship around hard skills right? That I've acquired through years of training and hands-on experience. You can't really replace that, you know, and, and trying to help shorten the learning curve with those. But in terms of these new ways of kind of adapting and entering the market, uh, I'm not going to lie. I feel totally comfortable talking to a crowd of people. Public speaking is fun for me, but if you put me on the spot and ask me to do a TikTok, I want to <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. Okay. All right. So noted. Cause I actually made, um, I met a LinkedIn connection of mine for the first time. He's a huge live streamer okay. and uh, we met and I made him do an Instagram reel in a bar last <laughs> night when okay. we did the Beyonce, um, like what is it? Cup challenge the song. <laughs> He's like, what am I doing? I was like, I can be very convincing. <laughs> so yeah, so I have to make sure that I don't make you do anything that makes you uncomfortable because I am known for getting people to do things like that. Well, I mean, I know that growth does exist outside of the comfort zone. And Christy is awesome. She's very supportive and encouraging. And she, you know, tries to push me outside of my comfort zone often um, with trying different things in terms of what we've been doing to create brand visibility over, you know, this last several months since we entered the market. Yeah, you guys have done an an exceptional job. I mean, 
I follow your social media and you guys just seem to be out there. And then when I see it's, it's really cool. Um, I'm loving it. Like I, I, you guys are definitely doing a really good job. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're having fun with what we're doing. I mean, it does feel good at this point of where the market is at Mm -hmm. to be aligned with something that I can get really passionate about. Right. Um, To be in alignment with really serving underserved borrowers. So then it becomes easy and second nature to really jump in and talk about these things because our company, you know, the leadership really represents the mission. It's not mm-hmm. performative. It's it's one of those things where we can really do good work and feel impactful. And yeah. that that feels good when I'm kind of trying to go out and collaborate with others and get them excited about what we're doing too, right? Yeah. It makes it easier to market when you actually um, have feeling and depth behind the product that you represent. No, I agree. Um, so there is a LinkedIn user that said, thanks for the shout out. So I don't know if that's Christy or if that's Gabriella. Can you please show yourself? <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, Lisa. It could also um, be Maureen. Yeah. So, yeah, whoever. I don't know why it's popping up as LinkedIn user for whatever reason. So we don't know who you are. So you have to at least so we can, like, shout out your shout out. <laughs> Um, Lisa. So I don't know, Lisa. I know Lisa. Yeah. Okay. So Lisa is also uh, a competitor that, Uh you know, we're able to collaborate with. And I actually, you know, was, um, close with, um, made connection with Lisa Flynn's manager over one of the shows, this series. And it was, it was great to kind of talk about different experiences we can, we can, leverage off of in terms okay, of it's Christy, by the way, oh, Christy. Girl, hey. <laughs> um, hi, Christy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Christy's awesome. And she's another one that I'm, I, I got to know and I had on the show, like that's, I am absolutely loving this show because it is allowing me to meet so many of like just incredible women in this industry that I didn't really know of until like the show (laughs) and so this is like the coolest thing ever and i get to collaborate more and more because of it and um yeah and like even someone like christy you know she does marketing like i it's funny because within this this space within the mortgage industry i don't see any marketing branding people as competitors of mine like it's weird like Mm -hmm. i don't there is there's nobody that i look at and like oh Everybody to me is like, yeah, we we all kind of have our own thing. I feel like we're all very unique when it comes to marketing in in the industry. I don't I don't know why. Maybe it's just my perception, but I feel like we all have such a different approach to it, and we're all so different in just the way we do things that I feel like there there is just there isn't any competition. It's more about like, hey, how can we help each other? So Christy was one of those too, where um, I was just like. She's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, no, she really is. It's interesting that you say that. I, um, you know, this is my first time I've been able to work with Christy, um, but I followed her career for a while. So when we were setting this up and my CEO asked me, well, you know, who do you want to be your marketing partner? You gave him one name. Oh, so you had the, oh, so it's, 
Wow, you're responsible for Miss Christie. I like that. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's a collective effort, yeah. right? But the, the thing is, is that over the years, watching her style and the way that she's built brands and the, the level of talent that she brings, you know, that's definitely one of those things where I'm trying to keep an eye out for different opportunities always. Mm -hmm. um, even prior to bringing her on, and before I had made the transition to champions, you know, when she's, people will say, hey, I'm trying to hire for this role or I'm looking for the, I always try to make recommendations and connect people. I like to be a connector uh, within the industry and help um, add value that way as well, because it just makes me happy to see people paired up with opportunities that help them win and help them be successful. It makes me feel invested in yeah. what's going on there. Yeah, no, and, and that's great because not a lot of people would do that either, right? Like, you know, some people are kind of interesting in that way. <laughs> you know, they kind of keep everything, hold they hold it, everything tightly, you know, and they're just not willing to kind of. I think it just it depends. Like I, I have a, a servant leadership style, so I'm really invested in trying to nurture and, and bring everybody up. I'm more of a, hey, let's go. And I lock arms yeah. with people versus being like, do this. And I think that when you have that sort of mindset, it makes it easier to want to stay aware of what's going on and, and create those connections, even if they're not connections that are self-serving. Yeah. But I feel like people gravitate towards that. Like I know I would, right? I, I gravitate to those type of personalities, to someone like yourself that that I know that you're there to uplift and connect and to like, yeah, let's let's lock arms and let's do this. Like for me, like that's that's what I want. Um, you know, and, and so once again, it's like you're just putting out that energy of what you want to receive back, and then you kind of start um, you know, attracting those like-minded people. And I'm finding that just for myself too, within the industry and just with women, right? Where before I think I was attracting kind of people that were not the best for me. I don't know why, for whatever reason I was putting that out there. Maybe it was my insecurities. Maybe it was just like not feeling that, that worth or the value. And now I've like shifted the way I've, I think. And because of that, I've attracted women like yourself and Christy and so many other in incredible women in this industry. Um, and it's, made me like a better person and it's challenged me and it's made me want to to just do better period right and um i think yeah. that's really important too when you're collaborating with some amazing human beings like i think it naturally <laughs> you naturally want to do better it, do it better. sounds like you're making a transition from maybe like a mindset of scarcity to a mindset yeah, of abundance yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you feel abundant within your connections and your ability to like really manifest bigger and better things, it makes it easier to constantly come from a space of giving versus yeah. coming from a space of taking. Right. Yeah. And so like as you kind of have probably matured within the, the space to get from what you were attracting to what you are attracting, yeah. that's what it kind of sounds like. And I think that especially right now with so many people being out of work. Yeah. So many companies, you know, closing. I think that that's very important for all of us to really look out for each other and and network and help. Be like, hey, you're looking for an underwriter? Here's one right here that's really great. Yeah. You know, things of that nature. 
Yeah, and that's, um, you know, I'm in a little uh, group on LinkedIn, you know, DMs and uh, we message each other and it's the same thing. Like there's been a couple of women that have lost their jobs and right away we're like, okay, looking out for that person and um, they've all been able to find something. And I love that, like in that moment, like, hey, guess what? I just got let go, like help. And everyone's so quick to step up and help. And um, that's something to that um i guess i wasn't really privy to for a really long time until recently just mm -hmm. having that i don't yeah i guess just like you said we all kind of have a we go through our transition phases and i guess i'm going through mine <laughs> like in front of everybody <laughs> you know but it, it's it's kind of cool because as as the industry evolves we evolve with it yeah no 100 and that's what's beautiful about like there are these cycles, right? And so if you've been doing it long enough, you've seen it pop up, scale down, pop up, scale down. And it's a little different each time, right? And hey, being on the roller coaster as it's, you get that nervousness, right? But if you can really maintain that sense of inner peace, it enables you to be able to consistently kind of go forward and help be that calm, cool, collected person that helps rally and drive everything forward. And that's sort of what sets apart like experience, yeah. right? That's the benefit of experience. And that what is what I'm finding as I go through and collaborate with others. You know, it's people who are truly experienced that feel comfortable to engage that way and be of service and lift up in that way. Yeah. Transition is scary, but so fun in creating something new. Yeah, it is scary. But yeah, the other side of it is, is also like really exciting, <laughs> you know, like that's how I yeah. see it now too. Like, yeah, it might be a little in the moment, but you know, on the other, on the other side, you just never know. Um, and believing without seeing that good things are in the way yeah, or on the way. Yeah. And believing without seeing that good things are on the way. So true. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of us, um, are kind of ha have that mindset right now. Like with everything going on, we're like, Hey, you know what? The other side though, <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to weather that storm and then, you know, the rainbows come about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we're, we're, we're actively, you know, building that, that future. We're actively crafting that. I mean, there's a lot of people that were super talented that exited the mortgage industry, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I'm really thankful that I stuck with it, you know, and um, didn't tuck tail and run. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and and that's enabled us all to kind of be in this space now where we can like yeah. make miracles happen. Yeah. I, that's a great way to end it because <laughs> we're already at 31 minutes. This show always goes by so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I and I, I absolutely appreciate appreciate Lisa and Christy and Christina hopping on and saying hello and engaging. You guys are freaking awesome. And um, I will have to get to know Lisa a little bit better. I'll have to make sure that we're connected. <laughs> so this is how it works. I, I, I meet new people in the comments. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> But thanks again, everyone. And thank you, Kim. You see, you were talking about being calm, cool, collective. Like you are like that person. Like just the, when you speak, it's just so calming. Like I feel like my, 
I'm just like, just I'm so I'm like super zen right now. That's <laughs> so awesome. This is a good way to end the show. I'm just gonna be like mm, as I <laughs> take on the rest of the day. So thank you for that. <laughs> no, no, thank you for having me on. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the support. Shred show and women that shred. You're awesome, Raquel. I'm so glad that I got to meet you in person at NARA. And I'm so grateful to be here today. Yes. Thank you, everyone. And um, we will see you all next week on Women That Shred. Woo!